Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast live show. We back at it. Last Wednesday, though, bro, last Wednesday, last pick that we got for the whole football season, bro, until what, like September? It's yeah, going to be a lot of time. September. Preseason pick them? <laughs> Preseason pick <'em. laughs> Look, Super Bowl pick man, look. I finally put the record down. I finally took the L. As you guys can see, you're out of reach, I am, dog. I am down and out for the fucking pick'em. Max has officially won. There's no way of me coming back in it. Uh, playoff one is officially dead. <laughs> playoff <Right>. J. <laughs> playoff J is officially dead, and. Max is the winner, man. So congratulations, bro. I mean, you beat me fair and square this year. Last year, shit was light. I beat you. I shit beat was you. light. I let I let you win. Let you win Play to off. build you up so I could come back and with a vengeance. Playoff Jay was in full effect last year. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I gotta say about that. Shit wasn't even a real season, bro. It was half a season. <laughs> oh man! But let's get the show started, bro. Super Bowl week. It don't feel like Super Bowl week. Honestly, I think this is one of the most underwhelming Super Bowl weeks I can remember. Yeah, I mean, is that just like a COVID thing or, you know, it's definitely underwhelming for me. But uh, I kind of feel like NBA trade deadline is taking over. Do you want to like start with that real quick? I mean, we can do five minutes, right? We didn't even prepare anything. I'm going to do it at the end. I'm we'll do it at the end. At the end. Right, yeah. the end. Fuck it. I'm down to do it at the end, but I feel like, yeah, the NBA trade deadline kind of stole a little bit of juice from the NFL. Now it is only Wednesday, you know. Maybe Thursday and Friday will catch some steam. But how are you feeling about it? Are you excited? Like, do you? We're feel stopping the show yet? if the Lakers trade Russell Westbrook. Oh yeah, yeah. I will stop the show. I will literally. <laughs> celebrate uh we suck but i think it i we think it's feel like la up. won the super bowl if they traded russell westbrook um, we could that'll be I our mean, super bowl that's the lakers super bowl <laughs> is finding a trade partner for russell westbrook that's for sure oh, man. man it's like if there was only a podcast with two guys who are sometimes smart sometimes dumb who just hated the trade from the get-go and there was record of it does that sound like us yeah kind of but um shout out to Isaiah for being completely fucking wrong about Russ. <laughs> <laughs> That's your guy, Isaiah. I know you had to go with your guy. But, I mean, man. we're all kind of wrong though. We're all kind of wrong about Russ. But are we? Bro, I mean, yeah, we didn't think it was gonna be this bad. Oh no. I mean, I felt like I was ready to like jump off of the balcony of Hawaii when the trade happened where I was. Yeah, but you weren't you weren't gonna go to the to the amount that like you are right now 
No, I, this hit a new low. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is the <laughs> lowest of the lows. But let's kill all the NBA. We'll save it for the end. Let's stay on the Super Bowl. Uh, if you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Shout out to Arturo, my co-worker, saying Raiders. I wish the Raiders were in the Super Bowl, man. It fucking kills me once we start getting into how really Cincinnati got here and the amount of shit that happened in that game. Just it's it's fucking crazy, bro. But go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment down below, whatever you guys want. Live chat, go ahead and hit us with some questions about the Super Bowl if you guys want to comment whatever you want uh audio listeners spotify apple podcast go ahead and hit that subscribe button on there follow us five star rate us on both platforms i just found out spotify brought some star systems to their platform so go ahead and hit that five star on spotify and apple podcast all right i'm a spotify user max is more of an apple guy more, max is more like never touched spotify in his life except for like <laughs> one time i'm a spotify guy man i love spotify but uh it's still iphone gang 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 but- <laughs> one's also a like other people's account spot spotify guy uh, i pay for more spotify all now right? you pay for yeah, your own hbo go uh no probably not thanks for watching taco <laughs> shop asshole <laughs> that's so long ago how do you let that go <laughs> I, mean, bro, I, I just keep seeing shit pop up that i was like i'm not this has to be one watching it and he's like bro don't ever watch taco shop this shit was trash <laughs> <laughs> fucking binge watching bad fucking movies but uh super bowl does this have the the makings of a Bad Super Bowl? No, like, I think I think last year was a bad Super Bowl, right? I don't think so. Not not for this. I mean, the actual game was. Well, I wouldn't even say it was that bad. I mean, it was an ass yeah, kicking though. It was an ass kicking, but we've seen worse. Like it wasn't Seattle. It but I mean, that's Seattle. like all. That's the worst it's ever been though. <laughs> like you, that's like. I mean, Super Bowls have been that bad though. Like look at the. Like, look at John Madden's Super Bowls that he had a fucking call. They're all almost blowouts. Yeah, as I'm, but I'm saying, like, I feel like this one's going to be a close game. I feel like it's a competitive game, and that's better than any. Like, yeah, the storyline-wise and the hype, because it's the Bengals and Rams, is kind of lame. But I think that's more of the, more of the masses are saying that the Rams are going to kick their ass. I mean, they're big underdogs. They're big underdogs. Everyone's saying that the Bengals are the Cinderella story, and the Rams have all this talent. And I think it's a great place to start, Max, with the Bengals as far as how good are the Bengals? Like, do they deserve to be here? What's the deal with them? What is everyone missing? I just think they're gritty. And we've talked about it. You look at their defense. Other than Trey Hendrickson and maybe DJ Reader, you're like, it's not really super impressive. And you had Chidobia Wuzie on your all-pro team. He's good, but he's not a household name. I think that's what people are missing. On defense, there's no household name. Even Jesse Bates, would you say he's household? I wouldn't say so. I feel like if you, unless you're really deep in the NFL weeds, you don't really know who Jesse Bates is. You probably don't know anyone on the Bengals besides Mixon, Chase, and Burrow. I would agree if with that. Not, yeah, the casual fan knows those. Maybe not even Joe Mixon, to be honest. If you're a casual Shout out to my coworker Chris. You know who you are. Shout out to uh, Joey. 
Shout out to Joey. <laughs> all the all the EYS motherfuckers out there that got an EYS. Hashtag EYS. Hashtag earn your stripes. They don't know who the fuck Mixon is and Jesse Bates are. Like, they're going to be like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase as far as I know. The Rams on the other side, I mean, they're fucking starstruck. They got Odell, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, like for Christ's Jaylen sake, they Ramsey. got a Super Bowl. They got a Super Bowl MVP on their team. Like <laughs> that does exist. I, I just think when you take that into account, they kind of get underrated in that regard, and it's just not fair to the Bengal fans. And yeah, they're real Joe Joe Burrow centric and Jamar Chase, but they have a lot of good players. The O line's still terrible. Like I, I'm kind of afraid we're going to talk about that as the key matchup, and I feel stupid for, but. We saw Joe Burrow get sacked nine times in a playoff game, and they somehow won the game. Like, that's unbelievable, right? And it's just this Bengal team's gritty. They don't go away. They bend. They don't break. And the Rams better not fuck around with this team because they'll win. The Bengals aren't afraid. They'll, the Bengals won. We've been calling them the Atlanta Hawks. But, man, to me, I don't know if I said this last week, they're the Thunder. They got KD. They got, <laughs> they got Russell Westbrook before everyone hated him. They got James Harden. They got the three young guys. and Who's Westbrook in this situation? Who's the, uh, Probably the running back because it's just like who cares about running backs? So Mixon, Harden is probably Jamar, and KD's Burrow, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I would say the Brams are kind of like the Heat. They're just like we went all in. We don't always have the best depth because you can't name one good stand-up linebacker on the Rams or maybe a safety. <laughs> but they got, they're like we got our three stars or we got our, we got our stars and we're going to do it. And we went all in. It's like, it's like, when did the Heat sign a guy for like a f- five year contract? It's like, oh, we got a veteran minimum. That's Odell. That's like Ray Allen coming to join the Heat. Right. It so really it's just is NBA filling with them. Yeah. It's just like they just filled it with some veteran guys who can still contribute and they don't have a future. Like the Heat didn't really have a future if LeBron left. So if one of those stars goes, they're really kind of done. They don't have no one to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a win for, for the, for the Rams though, regardless, I don't think they necessarily have to win the Super Bowl to call it a success. They got further than they would have ever got with Jared Goff. They proved that. I think them getting to the NFC championship prove all that shit to be right on what they did with Stafford Vaughn, like the whole all in, like it's extremely hard to win a Super Bowl. Let's be real. Everyone wants to compare themselves to Tom Brady and the Patriots and winning on these Super Bowls, it's fucking hard, bro. Like, it's not easy just to win a Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay gets here for the second time and loses again. You know, it's it's really hard. Chips got to fall your way. Leaning back on the Bengals side, I think one aspect that a lot of people tend to forget about with them that they don't don't really realize, especially with their defense, they're one of the best zone coverage defenses. I think that's what really makes them great and underrated. People don't realize how fucking good they are at playing zone. They're one of the best zone teams as far but as like. Is there a goes. better receiver for going against the zone than Cooper Cup and maybe Sean McVay's scheme against that? Like if Sean McVay knows what you're coming out in, he'll have some creative ways to gash it. And sometimes it's not they'll, like you can watch a clip and it'll be like, oh, my God, that guy got burnt. But it's like he didn't really. It's just. That's the weakness of this defense. So it's not his fault. It's not like you line up man-to-man and you get burnt. That's your fault. That's not the defense's fault. But sometimes it's just the defense's scheme's fault. 
And does that worry you at all, Juan? I, they're good at zone. So are the Colts. But sometimes it doesn't matter because these teams are so damn creative and can put you in a bind. Yeah, and I give credit to the defense coordinator for the Bengals because you say creative. That's exactly what he's been. Now in the regular season, going into the playoffs, a reason why I really love the Raiders' chances, they were zone heavy. But lately in the playoffs, they do a really good mixture of calling man in the best case scenarios. It's kind of like a great play call on the offensive side. It's like, oh, that was a great time for a screen, you know, because they were blitzing. Like, I, I see that way on their defense. Their defensive play caller is fucking phenomenal. He calls the best times for to go man to man and really go away from the zone. Like, he keeps you on, on your toes. And that's what I've really been liking uh, about the Bengals. Shout, I want to I want to shout out this person, man, because Lou Arnoretto, Lou Arnoretto, no, no. Uh, one of our subscribers, bro. Oh, okay, Brian. go for it, Brian, bro. Look, I want to give a big shout out to Brian. He commented, "Bengals forty three, Rams twenty six. Game will be over by halftime." I know you're probably saying you're on fucking drugs, like you're being a homer. He got the 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 Bengals hat going on in the in his picture, but I'm telling you, bro, he he's been calling the Bengals all fucking season. He recently joined our channel like mid season, and I knew he was riding with the Bengals the whole time. He always comments on our videos, and he's always saying like, "Don't forget about my Bengals." Like my Bengals is gonna win. This dude has been on it. He's been calling it from the get go, saying Joe Burrow's legit. We're legit. We're gonna win. He he has called every single playoff game, saying that that the Bengals are gonna win. And I kind of don't want to go against him, bro. He's kind of been fucking right. Like, look at him. He's a fucking asshole, man. He's always saying who they. Like, he's all about it, man. Well, first off, I want to just say this one. I feel like you didn't even mention the best part about Lou. I don't want to say his name, Armuro, whatever his name is. The Bengals defensive coordinator. I just can't pronounce it. Yeah, the, the second half adjustments, like the first half against the Chiefs, were like, oh, it's gonna be sixty to like ten, and they didn't put up a point. They put up three points the second half. Yeah. They flipped the script, man, and that takes a lot of balls to come out in the second half and be like, yo, what we did didn't work, and that's huge. And especially in games like this, you have to make adjustments because everyone comes into these games with a plan, right? One, well, then you get punched in the face, it's like, oh shit, what do we do? And uh, shout out to Joey's comment. I liked it. One didn't show it. That's it's very edgy. I liked it. <laughs> that is very edgy. I mean, shout out to Joe Rogan trying to fight cancel culture right now. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not uh, expected. One I like it though. Yeah, I mean, I love Joe Rogan, dude. Um, back on the Super Bowl, so the Rams side. I want to I want to pick the Rams so bad. Like my football mind tells me Rams, Rams, Rams. Like you would say they just got a better complete team, right? Head to toe. Like the one thing that scares me, which I don't think enough people are talking about, is the defensive line for the Rams are going against the How the are people Bengals. not talking about this though? I feel like I feel like I think more of the story is is Joe Burrow and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, like that whole type of thing. But I don't think not not enough people are talking about the D line against their O line. Like like you said, Max, this is a team that gave up what eight 
Nine sacks. Nine sacks of the Titans. And I don't that think the Titans' D-line's as good as the Rams. Yeah. So It's like, I mean, when, when is when is the dam going to break? Like, it has to break fucking one of these games. But it, it's just like they fight, bro. They fight, and they keep on winning. Like, they can easily, easily be in the other position because it seems like every game something doesn't go their way. And the Bengals just come back from it like they're a whistle away and a Derek Carr special drive at the end of the game away from losing that game and then you move to the uh the Chiefs game Titans game I, I really do think they they outplayed them for the most part like they gave Tannehill some problems the Chiefs game like you said last week Max they were what a stop away at the end of the half like the Chiefs score on that on that down. I think it's we're done. Not having this, yeah, it's done. And it's just crazy to think about. Like they're in this position, so like it makes me it makes me feel like are they just destined? Are they just destined to win? Like what the hell, dude? Do you like what do you make of the matchup between Sean McVay and his former colleague Zach Taylor, who everyone kind of criticized for being hired as just Sean McVay, like light or whatever they wanted to say and. I feel like even this year, people were like, eh, Zach Taylor's whatever. And now they're talking about giving it an extension. And if I'm a Bengals fan, I'd be like, let's just pump the brakes. Let's let's not give a coach an extension right away. Because the Eagles did that shit with uh, Doug Peterson. <laughs> Two years later, you're sour. You know? Like, don't overreact. I know it's making the Super Bowl. I know if you win, they're, like, immortalized, right? But I mean, Do you think it, w- it was Doug Peterson's fault, though? Like, No, I don't. But I also think, like... I feel like he wasn't really the architect behind our Super Bowl year. Like he was good. He was more of a play. He was more like a players coach than an X's and O's type of guy. That's just how I feel like when Frank Wright left, that was kind of it. I would give Zach Taylor an extension, and I think it's it's gonna happen. The I'm Bengals- just saying because in the beginning part of the year, people were like, "We got to get rid of this dude." He was on the hot seat a little bit, a little bit, but that's not the case. Like he went from hot seat to. He's nice and comfortable. Like, they made it to the Super Bowl, dude. And we know how it goes with coaches, man. Making it to the Super Bowl, you're at least going to get comfort of of about two years. At least. Like, you got some leeway. Like, if the Bengals win 6-10 and next year, Zach Taylor will be fine. He He would not be on the hot seat. No, but I'm saying the next year he's on the hot seat, wouldn't he be? It depends the way it goes. Depends like what kind of six and ten is it? Because it's hard to believe with a lot of with a lot of the talent on this team that they'll go six and ten. I feel like there's but, so much room for improvement. Like most times, Super Bowl team, you're like, damn, this team is like as good as they can be. And I feel like with the Bengals, you're like, don't really have a good secondary. You have a good decent one. You don't have a, you have a battle line. Like there's so much to add for them, which I guess is a cause for like wow, like optimism, but. Like they're they're in a win now mode, and no one really thought where they'd get to this point. We've already talked about it, but just X's and O's. When I agree with you, no one's talking about the defensive line versus the very shaky at times Bengals O line. And let's just say Jeffrey Simmons is very good. He's not Aaron Donald. Harold Landry's not Von <laughs> Miller. Danico Autry's not Leonard Floyd. And they might get yeah. Sebastian Joseph Day back. They have the other guy. The um, who's the fat white guy they got? Who's a D tackle? What's his name? Gaines. Oh, Gaines, Philip. Yeah, uh, not Philip Gaines. Something <laughs> Gaines. Yeah, so it's just 
they got a lot of ways to get after him. And Jalen Ramsey versus Jamar Chase won. Like, who would you pick in that matchup? Uh, I would pick Jamar Chase, honestly. I heard that people no were saying Ramsey's the best corner and, like, he's ever – who said I think – was it Raheem Moller, Morris said uh, Jalen Ramsey's the best DB in NFL history or something? Um, I mean, that's his opinion. I, I don't think so, but – I don't think so, I, but I, I'd say he's definitely playing in the hardest era where it is to be a defender in the NFL. Yeah. I, I truly feel like man-to-man with one-on-one coverage, Jamar Chase is unguardable. That That's just my opinion. In today's NFL. In today's NFL, in 2022, Jamar Chase is unguardable on one-on-one on an island. And I don't care who you are, Jalen Ramsey or whatever. Today's age, he's unstoppable, bro. And I think the Rams are going to know that. And they're going to bracket him a lot. I don't think they're just going to be like, hey, Jalen. Go follow this dude. Go shadow him. They're not going to all of a sudden change their game plan out of nowhere. Jalen Ramsey has been all over the field all season. He's been the slot. He's been the left corner. He's been the right corner. He's been in man. He's been in zone. He's sometimes guard tight ends. Like, they play him everywhere, and they're not going to stop that. They're going to make sure that the quarterback needs to know where Ramsey is. Would you say, though, in the last 10 years, this is the corner you'd want on a guy like Jamar Chase? Or is there yeah, someone else? Would you say like matchup. Richard Sherman? Or you'd say, no, I'd rather have Ramsey than yeah, Sherman. I mean, Ramsey's probably one of the most gifted corners athletic-wise. Prime Pat I mean, Pete? got it all. Yeah, I mean. Over I, Ramsey? Jalen Ramsey. Over Ramsey. Uh, no, no, no. Ramsey over Pat Pete. Prime Pat Pete. Yes. Okay, He's, Namdi. Yes, I'm taking Jalen Ramsey. I just thought it was – I think it's – I mean, obviously, it's a matchup to watch if those two – and I'm sure at some point, one, Jalen Ramsey's going to be like, fuck this guy. It's kind of remember like Alshon Jeffrey in the Super Bowl. He started off really hot. He had the touchdown. And then Gilly Lock was like, all right, fuck you. You're not touching the ball anymore. And he get one catch after Gilly Lock went there. I mean, that's the difference. We Let's see. Like, those are adjustments made by Bill Belichick, you know? Yeah. Some so, guys just don't have a feel for, for a switch-up like that mid-game. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially but, right after a, a huge touchdown happens. I'm just curious to see. I think the Bengals, if they're going to win this game, you got to have Jamar close to 100. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the magic number for Jamar? And you're feeling good. Like 90? 120. Wow, it's that high? Yeah. 120. Damn, I'm surprised. I feel like that. that. I, I feel that on both sides. Honestly, I feel that with the Ram side, too, with Cooper Cup. I feel like I feel Cooper like, Cup, though, there's, like, less, like, it's like less on him than it is on Jamar Chase. Like Jamar Chase has more pressure. I don't think so, man. You're saying that during the all pro video that we did. Um, you guys can go check that out. We did it on Sunday. I I just think you're sliding their other two receivers a little bit too much. I, I think they're they're really big time, especially T. Higgins. No, and I, I agree. Like I'm just saying those guys feel, are gonna eat. No, I agree. I'm just saying I feel like Cooper Cup, if he has 60 yards, he still has Odell. They still have Higby. They still have Van Jefferson, Cam Akers. I feel like without Jamar Is Higby having the playing play, in this game, do you know? They think he's going to go. He didn't practice last week, and he's gearing up. And they think Joe Noteboom's going to play, and they think Terrell Henderson has a chance to play. And oh, uh, okay. Sebastian Joseph Day. And I think Uzama has a chance. No, Uzama's done. Excuse me. No, Uzama's um, I think MCL sprain. Yeah, I think he's done. Uh, if someone else has a chance to play for the Bengals. Let me look it up. I forgot. Yeah. 
Higby will be a big uh, addition for them. But oh shit, the other guy was really good. What's his name? I, um, the uh, backup. Oh yeah, uh, the big the scoring all, the big the receiver. Was, <laughs> yeah, the guy that was scoring all the fucking touchdowns for him. Um, <laughs> but I think with Odell, I don't. I don't really see him having like. Yeah, he can go off, and d- definitely that's gonna help. Obviously, but. I will lean more on the Cooper Cup side that he needs to have a big game, like 120-ish, you know, around that 100 range for the Rams to win. So Cooper Cup's magic number is the same as Jamar's, 120. Yes, I feel like hand-in-hand, like those two things go hand-in-hand. Like if they want to win this game, both of those guys for both of those teams have to play really good. Like they can't have a fucking goose egg. They're going to lose if that's the case. If there's a team you had a bet on being a, the better, like, do you think the running game is going to matter? Like, do you think if somehow the Rams yeah. can run the ball? Compared no, not to the really bank? on the. It's weird, dude, because they're kind of like the same. They're, in, they're, they're the same in the sense where the yards are not there, but the attempts are so fucking important for both teams, for the Bengals and the Rams. Like, it's not necessarily getting like the three yards, four yards. It's just literally just attempting it. And the Bengals have been doing a great job of this throughout the whole playoffs, really. Like they stay the course. Like they're down by 10. Okay, let's not panic. Let's not throw the ball all over the fucking place. And Joe Burrow start throwing interceptions. Let's run the ball. Like how many times did they get in a fucking first, uh, a second and nine? Mm-hmm. Against the Chiefs, oh, they like just every, ran the ball. every first down, the first they half, were intent. Like you know what, we're just gonna run the ball. You know, we're <laughs> gonna run the ball, and if we get in a long third down, it is what it is. But um, the Rams, on the other hand, they're kind of like the same thing, just without the efficiency. I would say the Bengals have been more efficient in the run game, but they're the same way. Like, how many attempts did Cam Akers have against the Bucks? And like didn't get any yards, but they're still committed to the run. Yeah, I think it just lets them be more balanced. Like when you actually ha- play, like do a play action. It's not like the like people in Madden. It's like third and thirty play action. Oh shit, we're gonna bite. No, it actually matters in the grand scheme of things because you get those linebackers, you throw a crosser over their head to Odell, Cooper Cup, and I think both. Like you said, I think if one team can somehow manage to run the ball with efficiency, it could really swing the game. That's just my opinion. But um, yeah, Brian just did a Google on CJ Uzama. He's saying that uh, he's a DMP, but optimistic. Yeah, I probably doubt it. I'll be I'll be gutsy as hell if he does play. Tough. Um, some old yeah, that's some to shit with a broken leg for real, dude. That'd be <laughs> fucking insane. But uh, as far as the the run game goes, I feel like running the ball on first down for both of these teams. It's like the diff the defense is waiting to see who presses the panic button first, you know, who really presses the issue. And I think both of these teams are so hesitant to press the issue because Stafford won. What have you been hearing the criticism for? Especially last week when he threw that lollipop in the field <laughs> that Jaquisti Tart fucking you, dropped. You mean like, that dot? <laughs> yeah. That you know, oh Lions, Lions Matthew Stafford came out. You know, he's throwing the picks. And then on the other side with the Bengals, like, let's not forget Joe Burrow's the top of the league when it comes to interceptions. He threw a lot of them. I think he threw like 13 or 14 interceptions this year. 
So and he threw one yet last week against um, yeah, the Chiefs, and or two weeks ago. Dur- during the playoffs, it's been handled. You know, he's only threw one pick in the playoffs. Joe well, these guys are both aggressive, right? They're not going to just not throw the ball deep. They're going to push the envelope, and sometimes, but they really do stay patient, though. I think, yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford—that's what that, got him to this point. Yeah, like, they Matthew don't press Stafford, the panic button. Yeah, Stafford's been really good in the playoffs. I would say decision making wise, that throw was abysmal. But I don't really recall any other time he threw like a really scary ball. Tampa Bay, he was lights out. Yeah, yeah. Now let's talk some legacy talk. Okay, mm. I I like to get into this. I like to get into. You know, if this team wins, if this team loses, let's start off with the fun one. Let's start off with the Bengals actually pulling it off. <laughs> okay. Joe Burrow and with- Jamar getting a statue. Doesn't even matter Fuck, if they do fucking they? retire. I mean, do they? Look at they a statue. Doug Peterson and Nick Foles get They one. got one. I'm saying, <laughs> bro, they got one. They fucking backup quarterback and the Jacksonville Jaguars new coach. Shout out to Doug. I like Doug. But, uh, I mean, I feel like that's facts. Is am, am I wrong? Those guys won't get a fucking statue if they win. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, this this will be it will be huge, bro. Because like Zach Taylor's so young. It's just a fact on how young these guys are, and it kind of scares you to the fact like if they do win it, it can go. I think it can go either way. It can either go fall off the cliff. And you're never going to achieve this ever again. It's like, this is your high. Or it's like, are we looking at the next fucking dynasty? Like with Joe Burrow. Like, is Joe Burrow that fucking good? Like, that's what it comes down to. I don't think there's no middle ground. Yeah, I, I agree with you. don't feel like that. I agree. I agree. Ram side. Now, if they win. <laughs> Odell's getting this- a statue. do they start the trend i think when i think with with the rams winning do they start the trend with the all-in are more teams gonna duplicate it because you know that's what happens one team wins the wins the championship they all follow the recipe it's a copycat league everyone starts throwing away their first round picks like the fucking Rams. well everyone starts going for it on fourth down right so maybe everyone starts going for it in the draft and say fuck it uh, Justin Jefferson's a little malcontent. Let's give up two first round picks for Justin Jefferson. Or, man, we really want to get Herbert out of uh, Los Angeles. Let's just go all in for it. Why not? Why not? Unless you're the Chargers head coach and you just go for it whenever you want because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. But uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. Wait at the bottle of Charger hate. But I'm just saying, like, I agree with you. It's like they worked. It worked. Yeah. You don't have to go like six like years on the road. Max. I feel like. I feel like the championship shouldn't justify it, but I feel like people are going to try to justify with the championship. Like they need that because there's going to be some really dumb people out there and be like, oh, but they didn't win it. They went all in, but they didn't win it. But it worked like it worked. They got to the Super Bowl. This shit works. I I agree with you on it. Just like if you go back, like let's just take out the Rams. Like let's take out all the records. You look at their team. NFL like coaches will want that team. It's like, wow, look at all the talent they've accumulated, and they haven't hit, hit a first round pick. They don't even have one for like what five more years, three years, whatever. 
Yeah, something crazy. So I mean, it's just they've dra- even that they've drafted well. Like they got guys like Terrell Burgess and Jordan Fuller and Taylor Rab, like Sebastian Joseph Day, undrafted, and they got him. It's like they're a good organization. They value getting guys, and it's not always in the top ten or top thirty. So you're gonna disagree with the success they've had? Fuck, dude, I wouldn't mind if the Eagles traded all their first round picks for a quarterback. Went all in for that. I don't give a shit. Like, let's get somebody in here who knows what they're doing instead of just treading water either swim or sink and then reset and try to actually swim don't just flo- like who's their team i would say like minnesota vikings for the last six ever since they went to the nfc championship game they've been treading water yeah and they've not done anything or it's like jeff fisher every year so like, let's go eight and eight that's like that's not good enough dude you right. got to try to go better than eight and eight yeah and looking at the head coaches it's crazy to think how young these guys are. It's crazy that the fact that Sean McVay is younger than Zach Taylor. I mean, that's just crazy in itself. Sean McVay is like, what, 34, 36? Bro, like, someone was, like, mentioning this the other day. They were like, why is this pressure on uh, Sean McVay? He's fucking, like, 30 years old. He's, he like, can... 50 years of coaching out of him. Bro, yeah, he can coach till he's fucking, like, 60. Like, how many fucking Super Bowls is, is this guy going to go to? Like, it's crazy to think about. It. Same thing on Zach Taylor's side. Like, Zach Taylor's only 38. He's not that fucking old. It's crazy to fucking think about, man. But it's a lot different than, you know, Bill Belichick and Tony Dungy and, like, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, and Bruce Arians, who's, like, 74, versus yeah. Andy Reid, who's, like, 68. Like, this is really, like, the new wave right here. Nah, I 100% agree, man. Uh, any matchups that you want to highlight before moving on to a little top 10 game that we wanted to play with this? Uh, we hit on Ramsey versus Jamar. Do you think you'd expect a bigger game out of Odell or T. Higgins? Like, who wins the battle of the number two receivers? I like both guys, but I would say Odell. Man, real talk, we didn't talk about Odell's legacy. Mm. I feel like... Since he got traded for Cleveland, the arrow who was pointing down for Odell, right? Yeah. It shot up so much for the Rams. And I'm happy. Me and you've never liked Odell. We never hated him, but we were just done with the antics. Remember the kicking that, the fight with Josh Norman where he tried to, like, decapitate him? Yeah. But it wasn't his fault in Cleveland. He got a lot of unjust hate. And it's nice to see how he's still actually a good receiver. He's nowhere near 2014 Odell or 15 when he was a game changer. But I feel like Odell is going to be a really good number two receiver for the rest of his career. Yeah. I, I'm happy for Odell, dude. Uh, I hate, I hated all the antics that he's always brought, you know, with the whole fucking kissing the goal and having a relationship with it and doing this, like, stupid shit with, like, Josh Norman and all that bullshit, all the New York stuff. Um, but at him on the football field as a pure talent, I mean, what's not, what's not to love? Um, track speed, incredible hands, incredible route runner, uh, great with the ball in his hands, and he's shown that with the Rams. Like he's brought him something, and I'm I'm comfortable to say like he's been an upgrade from Robert Woods, like absolute upgrade. I would have loved to see all three of them though. That would have yeah. Been really I mean, Robert Woods would have felt good for for a third guy, but. Man, like he Odell, up the ceiling. He up the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, 
Odell is just playing. I I doubt Robert Woods will be doing this in the in the playoffs that Odell's doing. Like Odell is doing phenomenal, bro. And his legacy is going to shoot way up with the Super Bowl run. Like this just goes to show you like it all matters about the environment. And it really tells a lot about the fucking Browns, dude. I mean, I called them losers on championship weekend when the dust settled. Adam has one of my big losers, just the fact that the Bengals are in it. And they're almost in the same kind of boat. Like multiple first, um, multiple high picks, okay? Just put that and generalize it like that, you know? But the difference is, is that they picked the right quarterback and the Browns didn't. You know, the Browns ended up with Garrett and Mayfield. Bengals ended up with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, and it worked. They're in the fucking Super Bowl. Same division. I mean, I have, to say, I have to say Baker's killing Burrow on the endorsements, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, this, this ha- like, does Od- I feel like if I'm Odell, I stay in L.A. Oh, 100%. I, fuck- I would never leave. I'm like, yeah. Unless Odell doesn't leave. need money. Like, he just, like, honestly, if, if Odell retired today, to me, he's not a Hall of Famer. No. But if he has three more good years in L.A., I'd be like, man, you're kind of building your case. Because I feel like two years of injuries and a year in Cleveland where they wasted him. Yeah. He, and, I mean, he's never I had think, a good quarterback till Stafford. Reflection reflection of Baker. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. But um, you talked about Hall of Fame. Matthew Stafford, he wins this. Is Lock that a Hall of Lock him in. He's been a top ten quarterback since like his third year in the league. Yeah, he just played on Detroit. <laughs> I'm just saying they went like what three fucking thirteen and one this year, and they usually go seven and eight with him. So I think that just shows how good he is. He can win four games by himself. Yeah, and you know I've heard people saying like, oh, the stage might be too big for Stafford. I'm like, is playing Brady in the playoffs not a big stage? Is being down 10 in the fourth quarter not a big stage against the team that's beat you six straight fucking times? Uh, Is that not big? It's pretty big, but... I understand it's not the Super Bowl, but fucking has Burrow ever been here before? No. I would I would say Burrow has a lot more experience than Matthew Stafford. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You're on drugs. I would say that. I feel oh, like... When he was I playing like fucking college- Clemson? Yeah, I feel like a college playoff atmosphere is oh, a yeah. lot more than the NFL. Bro, they both just went the to level, the AFC championship the level games. Of talent, yeah, and one was at home and one wasn't. Oh, my God. That was an away game for Stafford, and you know it. <laughs> bro, Come on. They were still at home. They, they, they begging. Bro, they begging people, bro. They You're begging people. The world didn't beat like, the tougher team, the Chiefs. I mean, they didn't get their number, though. That's what I'm saying. They beat him in the regular season. That shit was easy. Shit was light. You're tripping, bro. But I'm just like saying, they beat a I team that there, lost a, in three there's years. There's a statement that Joe Burrow said, and there's a reason why it didn't get all that much buzz. You know why? Because people fucking believe him. They were saying, do you feel any different in this Super Bowl? He said, to be honest, I haven't felt nervous in a big game since my high school championship. Like everyone fucking believed them. So if Stafford says they'd be like, "Oh, he's he's capping bullshit." No, if if Stafford, I'm not saying that Stafford didn't play, hasn't played in a big game, but I'm just saying like I would pick Burrow in a big game rather than Stafford. It's just because Burrow comes in fucking glasses and he's drippy, and Matthew Stafford's dad, and he's old. 
He's this the is old not man. a shot. This I don't think this is a shot at Matthew Stafford. I just think that just speaks to how good Burrow's been in big games. And I just think the atmospheres and the places that he's been, it's been more than Matthew Stafford. It, yeah, that one. The fucking Chiefs on the road. They beat the, the fucking Niners in, on the road in their own house. Big fucking deal, Jimmy G. Fucking second half Mahomes. <laughs> Jackson Mahomes sighting. What are you talking about? Come on. Exactly. Yes, to deal with Jackson Mahomes. His girls. Crowd noise. His girls tripping. Come on, man. <laughs> and I mean, you act like Clemson wasn't shit. Like, man, Clemson ain't nobody. They had some first round bust at quarterback, dog. Getting his coach fired and shit. Come on. He's tripping, man. Look, I'm not trying to slide Stafford here. I agree. Like, those are big time games, they're playoff games nonetheless. I just feel like Burrow's a unique player in that sense where he's just in his second year and he's already been in fucking huge games. Like, he's proven in the pros and proven in the in, in college. That's all. You know uh, the I'm Bengals not... been a marquee franchise with Marvin since Marvin. <laughs> you know what I fucking heard today? What? I heard, like, how how are the Bengals in this position in the Super Bowl and they're one of the most, like, cheapest franchises? And like I, that's yeah. a known thing. Like no slight. Like they're they're cheap. They have you know like three I mean? scouts. Yeah. And <laughs> I and like I seen this meme, like all the fucking broke teams, like the the Raiders and like all these known cheap franchises just looking in the mirror, like, we're next, we're next. <laughs> we can do it. Cheap franchises, hey, baby. Who's the DeMar DeRozan of the like Bengals team? Like who had a die for them? Like Marvin Lewis? Oh, AJ Green. Oh, AJ Green? AJ Green's the <laughs> fucking group. Oh my god, yeah, he was a sacrifice, bro. I mean, this shit fucking sucks, bro. The you think AJ Green was like, bro, I could like be a force receiver on this team. <laughs> yes. Even... Like, let me off, let me back on the team, coach. Like type uh, of I bet AJ like, Green though, the first like eight weeks of the year was like I know, still. like fuck Cincinnati. Uh, I'm fucking living up in fucking undefeated Arizona. Good luck with Munchkin though. You missing out <laughs> bro. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we should move on. So we're going to rank the top 10 players. I, Me or Juan will draft first, and we'll take turns alternating. Juan, I will let you pick first because my name's first on the podcast. Huh? I will what? let you pick first because my name comes about, first in Max and Juan Kiss. How about this, Max? How about okay. we do a draft? That's what I'm saying. You can draft first. Take your first oh, pick. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. My bad. My B. My B. Damn. All right, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, first pick. Wow, best player in the Super Bowl. Best player in the Super Bowl. I'm not saying for the future. I'm saying right now who's the best player in the Super Bowl. I'm picking offense. I think the best player overall is Aaron Donald. I'm picking Jamar Chase, though. I'm going Aaron Donald with my second one. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. But I'm going to go... Jalen Ramsey gotta get defense. I gotta go. I gotta get defense. No, so are you try, guess, you're not building a team, asshole. You're just saying he's the third I best mean, player. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Okay, man. I'm gonna go Joe Burrow over Stafford. Yeah, fuck me. I just all that shit. I, I'm just saying, a big game, big game. Big game but you know, Burrow's nice. He's taking all that shit. Let me turn it around, okay. asshole. You better fucking respect Joe Shiesty, man. You better say Stafford next. Gonna be like Odell. Nah, I got Stafford. Okay. I got Stafford. 
It's getting tough now. There's a lot of good players, but fuck. We got Jalen Ramsey, Joe Burrow. Hmm. Oh my god, we're fucking Cooper Cup. I'm so sorry, dude. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go. Let's go Jesse Bates. He's really fucking good, dude. Fucking, he, I heard he got arrested for driving a car backwards one time. Was that <laughs> Bates? No. Yeah, Bates. Yeah, this is Bates from Longest Yard. No, Long from Bates, Gridiron Gang. Oh, yeah, Great Iron With Coach Rock. Long as you are, <laughs> are you writing our picks down? Yeah, yeah, I got the order. I got the order right okay. now. Huh? I'm just so cutting. You're, you're on the clock. So let me tell you the guys I have left for us to pick. So we got, we each got, but you, yeah, I have two, I have two picks. You have one pick. So we got Mixon, Odell, Whitworth, Trey Hendrickson, Vaughn, Leonard Floyd, Jadobia Wuzier. Yeah. <sighs> Trey Hendrickson. It's a great pick. Oh, and yeah, I don't have him playing middle linebacker, guys. I just fucking didn't take a second middle I gotta, linebacker. I got a reply to that guy. He's a fucking, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just, he's Ray Lewis now. Right. Like, come on. Obviously. See, uh, just a little insight, guys. I know we kind of went off the rails right here, but we're talking about our all pro, uh, all pro list on defense. We got a lot of, "Quote unquote buzz on on Instagram. A lot of I don't know. It was just trending a little bit, as I can see. Hey, that. Fuck Kevin Byard, by the way, fourth guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, we had a lot of random people that were just commenting that are you know they're not really fans of the show. Like they don't they just seen the picture and they're like, oh, like this is the, these guys list. So we got a lot of back and forth. Some guys liked it. Some guys fucking hated it. But there was a guy on there that was like, oh, you spell Leonard wrong. I was just like dickhead. Like I did it on purpose. You put Josh. You put Josh. I was was cracked up for us. Like I put it it like, yeah, it was like the max and one. It's the max and one all pro. We use freaking nicknames. I put fucking Leonard. That's that. I want to, I want to (laughs) look. You put one. I was like, you're an idiot, bro. Like you did it so (laughs) stupidly. I can't think of who you did. I was like, why would you put James instead of Derwin. I was like, wow, you're a dummy. <laughs> uh, so who'd you pick? You went Hendrickson. Yeah, Hendrickson, right? yeah. I'm going to go – you already picked Odell. Did you pick Mixon? Did not. No, no. Odell and Mixon are still there. Oh, I got Odell then. I'm going to go Odell. Wow. Yeah. And then it's I have the last pick. I'm going to go Whitworth. Fuck. That was my pick. That was – now two it was between. So we got so, one, two, three, four. Bobby we have drafted. Wow. I mean, he's old. We have four Bengals and six Rams. Yeah. I think just on paper, and thank God football is not played on paper, the Rams are better than the Bengals. But that's the that's the beauty of football, man. Both teams are here and it don't fucking matter. You put the ball on the fucking 50 and let's fucking do it. <laughs> For what, real, bro. If you were going to pick one person, like surpri- surprise Super Bowl MVP, who would you pick? Jermaine Pratt. Really? Like maybe like two forced fumbles, a sack. What about McPherson. the kick? What about Evan McPherson? It's like McPherson, kicks like eight. McPhee? McPhee? <laughs> Shooter McPhee? <laughs> McFeefy. Uh yeah, I like it. I think he needs to make at least like five field yarders. 
Yeah. No, but they got it wrong. What if he like and he gets like the game winning one? They'll never do that, right? They just be like, here's the quarterback, because fuck you. Right. Uh, another little nugget right here for you, Max. Yes. The team that has won. Please don't talk about toss. fucking jerseys. No. The team that has won the coin toss has lost the Super Bowl seven straight times. They're on a seven game losing streak. Wow. The team do that you, has won the coin toss. you think that matters? Ah, so you think if like whoever loses it, they should just like be like, all right, here's the Lombardi guys. It's kind of crazy that like the game, like, you know, all these motherfuckers are stat nerds, right? In the game. Most teams, like they have their analytics. Yeah. It's crazy that like no analytics pop up for that. We're like, maybe we shouldn't defer. Cause like, maybe that's it. Cause every, I think like all seven of them have deferred. Like everyone defers when, when, when you win the coin toss. No one receives or kicks no more. I feel like back in the day, people used to take the ball first. Oh, yeah. Like, Doug, I think Doug Peterson is like the last coach I've seen do it. Like, we're going to take the ball and score. And then you guys got fucking th- like thrashed by the fucking Cowboys. You remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get the ball. We're gonna... What did Matt Hasselbeck say? We want the ball and we're going to score pick six. Oh, yeah. We want it and we're going to score. <laughs> GG, no re. Yeah, GG no re, my guy. But um, <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, so Jermaine Pratt, who's yours? I'll try to pick a Ram. Leonard Floyd? Troy Reader? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Leonard Floyd or maybe like Eric Weddle. Oh, my God. Eric, Eric Weddle. Weddle. His fucking legacy's on the line. <laughs> Most likely, I think if Joe Burrow has anywhere near of a good game, he's gonna win it. It's kind of dumb. It's like the they should do an offensive MVP and defensive. Truthfully, yeah, it's tough. So we got to do our pick though. Yeah, we got to pick it. We got to pick it, man. You go first. Going Rams. Twenty-seven to twenty. Close game. Uh Yeah, I think it'll be close. But the real winner is the L.A. fans for the Rams. All 50 of them. Oh, it's fucking terrible. I can't afford to go to the game. <laughs> I can't afford to go none to the pet, uh, none of the pet rallies either. I live in, we live in L.A., dude. They're having L.A. Rams. Are they serious? Pet rallies. Yes. Yes. Jesus. This is true. I don't give a fuck. Raider Nation <laughs> will take that shit over in a heartbeat. Ram Nation, but, uh, where you at? Oh, no, that's disgusting. Stop. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say your patented line after that. <laughs> There's only one nation, dog. There it is. That's Raider Nation. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Bengals, man. I've been, I've been thinking about it. For you about can't two catch weeks me. Now. Yeah, I know. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm legitimately going with the Bengals. I'm going with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. That's who I want to win. Every like NFL sense of me wants to go with the Rams, but I just... I hate the Bengals have just been slaying all year, dude. They've been slaying all fucking year. And I think it's going to be a close game. 24-27 Bengals. McFeefe field goal to win it. 40-yarder. Calling it. Right now. They're going to try to ice him, too, and that shit ain't going to matter. <laughs> shit ain't matter, bro. Ain't no icing him. Hell, yeah. But um, there you guys go, man. Uh, that's our Max and Juan cast 
Super Bowl preview, man. Uh, it wasn't the the most organized, but we had fun doing it, dude. We when are we ever the most organized? Yeah, exactly. I would say, though, organization, we've been pretty good lately. Yeah. But we, we got to have some fun. We can have fun. Yeah. We got to have fun, bro. Yeah. But uh, there you go, man. It's, aren't you going to miss it? Aren't you going to miss picking games every week? I mean, I'm going to miss winning every week. Yeah, I will miss I that. Hate you. Okay. I barely lost, asshole. I, I mean, lost by four. I mean, that's like a fucking. That's like a whole that week right there. Week fucking killed me, bro. Oh, that's I know. Weird. That's when I cleaned that's up. Weird. I felt like yeah, no, I didn't kill both of us. Yeah, that shit killed me, bro. I don't think you picked that, one right, did you? None. I went fucking zero for four, dude. That shit was terrible. Wait, who did the Chiefs play? You didn't pick the Chiefs. I picked the Bills. Oh, we both did. Yeah, you picked the Rams. That was your only winner. Not right there, man. See, if you picked, go with me, yeah, you get one at Bills, least. Bills, Bucks, Packers, and who was the fourth one? Bengals? Titans. 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 I picked Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Shit sucks, bro. Uh, so hopefully I'm screaming who day after the Super Bowl, man. We'll see. Still Raider Nation, though. Uh, let's talk some basketball, man. Let's talk some basketball, all right? Let's finish it off with... Some NBA trade talks. I really do want to get your opinion on a couple of these trades. So here, let me switch it for the audience because I like to be organized at times. And I have it ready, so you might as well. There we go. Hey, so man. I can, so I can make a clip out of it, too. Um, Sacramento Kings. Don't tell them our secrets. <laughs> Sacramento Kings, Max. Oh, my God. Trade with the Indian, uh, Indiana Pacers. <laughs> Are the Can Kings the fucking Rams? They're just like we're all in. Uh, I, they suck, bro. but they like, still. It's it, it'd be like the Jags, or let's see who's a who's a bad team. It'd be like mm, the Texans right now. Be like we're going all in. <laughs> they traded a guy who I think is going to be an all star, Tyrese Halliburton, for a guy we both love. It's a bonus, but I don't. I oh man. Well, we'll just say this. We're not going to be making DeMont as a bonus best big man in the West on the Kings video. I just don't get it. I don't see the fucking plan. I don't see why they want Bagley and him. Let's do it. Wouldn't you trade Fox rather than Halliburton? I don't think they wanted Fox. But the Kings just continuously trade their best assets or let them walk for nothing. The best thing they did was trade DeMarcus Cousins, but the package they got wasn't even that good. And the second best thing they did was draft Halliburton. <laughs> yeah, I, was, like, I, I don't know any King fans, but just why? Why? Oh like, gosh, how does this dude. change it? This like, has feel, to be one of the worst trades ever. Like, and it's I'm, not so bonus is bad. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. It's just like why? No fit. Look, no fit. The money doesn't make sense. The the direction that you're trying to go doesn't make any sense. Like, there's no really positive besides Sabonis is he's a good player. Like, I love Sabonis. You love Sabonis, but is he that much of a difference maker? No. No, and it's just the Kings too. It's just organizational rot, organizational dysfunction. And I don't want any good player. Like, honestly, Indiana's blown it up, right? Portland and Indiana so far are just like, we're fucking done. 
where like they trade CJ McCollum, but I can kind of see why they do that. They get like a kind of a good young player in Josh Hart and they get off that money they own, but this doesn't make sense. They just took salary. And I think that makes sense for the Pelicans. I mean, as much as, as much fun we like to have with the Pelicans because the whole Zion's fat thing, (laughs) they're in the playing game. Like, the playing game is making teams have a chance, you know? So they're like, fuck it. Like, maybe Zion could come Blue back. Kings, you're not one of those fucking yeah, teams. these are not one of those fucking teams. Lakers <laughs> are one of those teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they make a move. But this is terrible, bro. This is this is absolutely fucking terrible, man. Oh, my God. I think with the Kings, like, Luke Walton's gone. Where the fuck are you guys going to go? Like what? Where are you guys headed? Like you draft three straight point guards. You draft or not three? Draft Fox, Halliburton, Mitchell, who has been digressing by the day. Fox, you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, I just feel like Fox, man. I was so high on him, and then it was kind of like late game situations. He's not very good. His jump shot shaky. Like I think on a good team, like. I'd, I'd trade for him, but that money is ridiculous. He just makes too yeah. much money. Same thing with, same thing with guys like CJ McCollum. You're giving CJ McCollum three years, a hundred million dollars. Like, bro, fucking buy, have a nice life. We don't need you that badly. And Dame signed off on this, and I've been calling for them to blow this shit up for five years. Yeah. Like, bro, get rid of them. Get. I was saying blow it up when they got swept by the uh, the Pelicans with Anthony Davis, man. In Portland, they trade for Josh Hart. It's just like he's good, but like. The fuck's that gonna do for you too? It's just like you're just you hard reset. You said it at their highs, even after that. You said it after they made it to the wet, as they made it, as they made before they even got swept. Right when they made it to the Western Conference Finals, you said I still blow the shit up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I mean, look, they got smashed by a team without KD. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is but, New Orleans. New Orleans just panic move. Like we have a chance to make the playing playing game. Yeah, Zion's like gonna it. want out of here. Like I like yeah. it more than the, like anything else. And I think I mean I love the Pacers trade because they got Halliburton. They got Halliburton, Duarte, Lavert's gone. Miles Turner's probably gonna be on the move. They're gonna tank. They're gonna take. They got some picks now. They're they they have a direction, and I think even even as as unimpressive as the trade is for the Pelicans, I still feel like. They have a direction that they're going in. You know, it's kind of like their final swing. It's like the final Hail Mary at the end of the game where Zion's fuck. We don't know what's happening with Zion, but at least they're trying to do something. They're trying to keep their superstar. They're not fucking out here just not doing anything and just hoping like, you know, just stay stagnant. Like, they got Brandon Ingram. They got some players playing good. So they're going to take advantage of it. And I bet you it makes Zion feel like shit where it's like, hey, motherfucker, get in shape. We have a decent team. We can maybe play in the play-in game, beat the Lakers who fucking suck right now. Like, you don't think the Pelicans will love to do that? I think they love it. Yeah, I, I would I would hopefully, like, Zion can get healthy and get in shape. When I say healthy, yeah. I don't mean lose weight, just, like, physically healthy. Yeah, shout but, out to uh, Jordan in the in the chat. Hey, what Jordan up, Jordan? Saying shout out to the cast. Shout out to Jordan, man. Welcome to the show, bro. That's my boy from Talk college man. right there, bro. What up, Jay? Talk, 
talking NBA trades, but go on, Max. What Can were you we, saying? I'm just, I just like, I just want Zion to come back, and I like the Pelican chances to make a little bit of noise. I like yeah. Willie Green. They have like they traded uh, and Keel Alexander Walker, then he got flipped. That they to, got, no, he's he's really been there a couple years. Um, no, no, I no, could, no, no, no. The center that they drafted this. Oh year. yeah, yeah. The um Herb, right? He's yeah, been solid. Yeah, he's been real I solid. Yeah. I just think the Pelicans right now they're in a precarious spot, and you're going to have Zion sign the extension. Why wouldn't he ex- extend? He's been hurt three straight years, right? So yeah. you're really afraid he's going to turn down a hundred million dollars? I doubt it. That boy don't know how to turn down shit. I'm just going to say that. You can take that or you want it. <laughs> and, you know, real talk, I love the Blazers trade for the Clippers, that they got Norman Powell and Covington for nothing. That's insane. I wish we could have made that fucking trade. Man, we can't do shit, bro. We suck. I mean, I'm so our tired fucking, of Our best asset, asset to trade, Max, THT. is a guy who can't fucking play. He can't play. He sucks. <laughs> He's terrible. What He's do you mean like best asset? He's not he's our a, he's, he's our worst asset. What are you talking about? I know, our, best but I'm AD. Like, our best asset the trade. That's like actual like trade bait. It's like every trade, every trade I've heard for the Lakers is Russell Westbrook, THT in the 2027 first round pick, which is actually pretty valuable for the Lakers because we don't know where the fuck we're gonna be in 2027. It might be AD in the bums playing in in, in crypto center. A A D <laughs> and THT fucking carrying the squad to 30 wins a year. Look, dude, I just want to say, last night we watched the Lakers get thrashed by the Bucks. Giannis had 44 points on, what, like 18 for 20 shooting? That you can't, that can't happen, bro. I'm so tired, Juan. And then the, this even goes back to like some of the later Kobe years. Lakers get blown out whenever there's a big game. Like Christmas, Lakers been getting clapped on Christmas for like five, like eight years. But like I saw Russell Westbrook said, I, I shouldn't have to like – I shouldn't have to do anything. I should be playing close. I mean, it's like, bro, what the f- are you talking about, man? I don't want to curse, but what are you talking about? You're a fucking nightmare against the Knicks. You're one for 10, five points. Wow. He's a fucking garbage. <laughs> That's what he is. He's garbage. I mean, I don't want to say he's a bad dude, bad guy, but man, you just fucking, you don't fit. This was such a stupid fucking trade. I'd rather have had Trez. THT. I mean, uh, I would rather have KCP, Trez, and Kuz than Russ. We have three. I mean, we have no depth, too. Like, when we get our bench in, it's just like painful. And shout out to Kendrick Nunn. Big signing. It's really painful. You're depending on Trevor Reza, bro, who's old as dirt. And Carmelo, who's been surprisingly good for us, but he's 38. He's probably arguably our third best pe- player this year. Dude, I'm not even kidding. I would say Russ has been like one out of 10 at three. Like, he's been awful. Awful. God awful, bro. Terrible. And I know he had a big game. What who do you have the big game? He had like against Charlotte, right? Well, we lost, by the way. No. There was a play against the Bucks where he got a steal and just threw it to the other fucking team. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Once we get more into the NBA swing of things, we gotta dedicate at least two minutes for uh, talking about Russell Westbrook. Stop Should we invite him. Isaiah back on so he can eat crow? <laughs> eat the yeah. biggest fucking crow in the world. <laughs> well, you know, Isaiah's our boy, but man, I mean, I I respect going down with Russ, right? I'm sure the late, the fucking, I'm, I love how LeBron, like I get LeBron, great, you're a great leader, right? It's not no one's fault. And I know there's like the Russ apologists who are like, man, he just got, he just gets better at the end of the year. Like what the fuck could get better? 
Was he going to start learning how to shoot? I feel you. And then, and bro, I'll trade him for Ben Simmons. Like, at least I won't have to watch the shots with Ben Simmons. Just get smashed against the backboard. Yeah. Speaking of Ben Simmons, I want to talk about that last. But I want to hear your thoughts on one more trade that was really big. The Karis LeVert trade. I think that, that helps the Cavs. Maybe there's going to be like a good six, like a super six man for them. That's great, dude. I I feel like the Cavs have they've come a long way. And Definitely. I just hope it doesn't fuck good. the chemistry up, dude, because they have a nice chemistry going. Yeah, they really do. I love Evan Mobley. I love what they did at the trade deadline. Uh, I'm excited to see them in the playoffs, and hopefully they stay they stay steady in the uh, Eastern Conference and stay in that little spot. Can I ask but, you a uh, real quick question before we yeah. go to the um, Brooklyn stuff? Yeah. If Alex Crusoe was on this Lakers team, would he be our third best player by far? Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah, it's not close. Not close at all. They're gonna this is gonna be one of the biggest regrets from the Lakers. The Lakers are so lucky, Max. Lakers are so lucky that they won a championship. So lucky. Because you can argue you can argue that all this shit for LeBron, all this shit for AD that we did, got a championship out of it. And honestly, AD and Braun are not the problem. They're playing really good, I feel like. But yeah, AD's been playing solid. I just think you're just asking these two guys. To, like, we don't even have shooters, bro. Like, yeah. I would have preferred KCP and Danny. Like, I, like, black, like the championship year lineup, bro. At least we had shooting. Made sense. And everyone's talking about Malik Monk. He's been I, great. I, he's been I know, great. No, I, I know he's been great. But he's a looter in the fire, as your famous line. Like, we suck. There's a reason why he's good. If he's playing on our championship team, Max, what, what is he even in, in the rotation? Eighth guy, maybe? Who was our bench that year? Rondo would definitely still be there. JaVale he, or uh, Dwight Caruso. He he would have played. He would have been in there a little bit just for the shooting. A little bit. Because no remember we were like looking for when we had Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith and shit. Yeah. But He'll like play it, that role. Yeah, but like I like I love what he's done. Like he's kept us in some games, but yeah. we didn't sign him to be. We gave him a minimum. There, no one wanted him. He's been great for us, but you don't want him to be your fourth best player. You want him just to be a little quality six man off the bench. And he's at times he's been our second best fucking player with all the injuries. Like yeah. he's been a hundred times better than Russ, in my opinion. Now, let's transition to the last thing before we let everyone go. Appreciate everyone rocking with us, man. Hit that subscribe button if you guys are new. Brooklyn, Philly, James <laughs> Harden, Ben Simmons. Your total thoughts, man. What the fuck is going on? So, if they get traded, Ben Simmons is just going to be like, I'm back. Right? All his mental bull- all his mental health, all his yeah, like bullshit. Like, all, all his... Though. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what mental health he has. Mental health is a real thing. But, like, to me, it's just, like, so many conflicting reports about he's just pissed off at Juve, uh, at Joel Embiid and Doc for throwing him under the bus. That's why he doesn't want to come back. So it's, that's not mental health. That's just you being pissed off and being a baby. Yeah. Like, if you actually have some shit you need to work on, I have 100%. Take your time. Work on it. Get better. But just, the, like, the, the the comments that come out, the reports, and he like he's like, I'm ready to play if I get traded. Like, come on, dude. You just don't want to play in Philly, bro. Is he any better than James Harden, though? I think he's better than a malcontent James Harden. When she said, like, James Harden is back to just being like, 
yeah. fuck defense. And Kinda I haven't like I didn't think all, James Harden's an all star. Like I feel like he's tw- like sixty percent of the Harden in Houston. Yeah, and, and they suck. He, They've been getting their ass to, kicked. I think he he wants to leave, and the Nets are like, bro, what like what is your problem? We want you here. What the fuck is the problem? Like Nash is trying to hold this shit together, and, yeah, and he's definitely not hurt. They're literally sitting him just in case they trade him. He doesn't get yeah. hurt and blow up the deal. And I I think it's real, bro. I think the fact that they that they sat him really got my attention because I was like, uh, a lot of these fucking reports, like maybe it's just the agents, you know, especially on the Ben Simmons side. There's a lot of fake shit coming out about Ben Simmons on his side just to make it seem like something is going where it's fake news. You know, it's just mm-hmm. shit getting pushed out there. But the fact that they sat James Harden, I was like, oh, shit, they this shit might happen. And honestly, I would not do it if I'm the Sixers, dude. I would not do it because that means you have to get rid of one of the solid guys that you guys been having this year. Oh, the like, package I heard, like, is Seth crazy. Curry. They like, want Seth. Seth. Curry's in that. They wanted Seth. They wanted um. They wanted Ben. They wanted um. Oh, the kid from Washington. Um, the def- who? Table. Yeah, they want Thibault. I'm like, bro, you're giving up two and a half starters and a star player for this fool. Just fucking wait six months. Don't do what Denver did. Don't do what the Knicks did. Don't gut your team for six months. If he wants to come there so bad, come next year, bro. Yeah. No, you're right. And I hope Daryl Moore is a smart guy. And I hope he doesn't. He's been so patient with this thing so far. He's played it to the T. I feel like Ben Simmons' trade uh, value is so much higher than it is right now than when it was when they ended that that playoff series. It seems like everyone's forgotten that. Everyone just wants to see Ben Simmons. Like I think teams actually want him. And he's been playing it perfect to this part. And I know it sounds juicy. Joel Embiid, James Harden. I don't feel like you should do it. Just because of the asset you need to lose. Like, they got guys that play, Max. Like, even Court Maz. Like, yeah, I know he looks goofy and it's a weird name, but he's fucking good. Like, uh, Maxi, fucking baller. Thibel, Seth Curry, one of the best shooters in the NBA ironically you know last name's curry fucking keep him <laughs> like i would honestly don't, don't give up a good thing man they have a good thing going in philly man simmons and curry like it's tough for me like that deal like i'm intrigued by but man like you can't trade simmons and thibault if you have thibault at least you have some defense next to harden who's going to be putrid the way he's going honestly if it's ben simmons and maxi in a first i do it that's it. I wouldn't give up Curry. I wouldn't give up. Fu- I wouldn't give up. I mean, I, okay, Ben Simmons and Drummond in the first. I'd do it. Quit. Yeah, I wouldn't give up. Max. I feel like this is the only good team Drummond could be on. I mean, by the way, everyone who fucking loved Drummond, yeah. Look what happened. Look. There you go. Look at his fucking <laughs> career, my guy. And then on the on the net side, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would, oh, my God. I, would get ben I get your point. I know it's some pause to think about with a guy like, oh, you're just going to 
is this guy going to all of a sudden be good? You know what I mean? It is something to think about, but you got to you gotta hit the panic button here. You've lost, what, eight straight? You got a fucking guy who can't play home games. You got a guy that's giving you like 40% out there. Of the guy who's hurt, who your best player's hurt, and he's your best player's hurt. 45 minutes a you game. No depth. Like, it's the ship is falling right now. So you got to do something. And I really like Ben Simmons with KD and Kyrie. And it's something deadly. I think they have the roster to do it. I think they got the means to do it. Like, Simmons will fit. I don't think Simmons will be so much of a, of a, liability. you call it? Yeah, liability on the court, what is non-shooting with that team. Yeah, you got like three amazing play- shooters. Dude, and he'll play so amazing, like, being that, he'll be the center, basically. Yeah. I think that's might that might be his future the way it's going. Yeah. He'll probably play like the Blake Griffin role played last year. Mm-hmm. But there you go, man. We'll see. We we got until tomorrow. What time does the deadline end tomorrow? It's probably it's like, like twelve o'clock in the afternoon, or like one yeah. eastern or one western, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So we'll see, man. We're we're gonna we're gonna probably take a little mini break here in this next week uh, after the Super Bowl. You know, we've been grinding, man. We've been here for every Wednesday, every Sunday night recap. But um, yeah, if anything I mean, happens. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say something, if that's okay. Right, go ahead, man. You know, I really just want to say how thankful I am for you, for you, one, as a friend and as a person who cares about me. Because I've had some, you know, Sunday was a rough day for me and my family. We lost somebody very near and dear to our hearts. And, uh, I mean, I called one that night as, like, like as it happened. And I texted him, like, one, please call me. I don't even. I couldn't even talk when I told you. I don't even remember what I said. I I can't even remember. It's all like a haze, you know. And you sent me a really nice text, and you've checked in on me, and I really appreciate you, dude. No, uh, no doubt, bro. I mean, my condolences go out to your family again. Uh, it's just you know, it goes for times where you got to lean on uh, family, friends, your loved ones. Uh, Call up, call up your people, bro, because anything can happen at any given time, bro. Don't hold no grudges. Don't, don't, um, if it's something little, skip past it, bro, because you never know what can happen the next day. But, uh, I appreciate you as a friend, man. I appreciate you as, um, someone I can lean on and, uh, just overall, just great person, bro. And, um, I appreciate it, dude. And I really, I really do, man. Words can't even, describe man the bond we have and some fucking it's the max and one cast bro it's a brotherhood it's a fucking it's, it's, a, ju- it's a cult it's, it's <laughs> a cult we ain't no escaping this shit we on alcatraz island we in the dungeon no escape <laughs> yeah man uh but that's it for today's show man we hope you guys enjoyed it dude we enjoyed it super bowl uh pick them and then we talked some nba like we said we'll cut up some clips we'll make sure we get some little clips out to you guys if you guys didn't catch the whole episode but um we'll see you guys sunday regardless all right we'll see you guys sunday for the recap and we'll see where it goes from there you know see if any nba trades happen i mean you know if the russell westbrook trade happens tomorrow we're gonna find a way to talk about it even if it's a 10 minute video we will get it done uh if if something big happens okay we'll find a way but um if you guys are new, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, smash that like button, be part of the MJC gang, 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 gang. <laughs> but uh, that's it, bro. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys Sunday. All right. Peace. Peace.